brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is the 27th day of August, 2021. Welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu Peters. I am praying for you. If you're a regular viewer to this program, you're aware that we have recently discussed blatant evidence daily of rapidly growing totalitarianism in the United States and around the world. Over the last eight months, we have watched this administration, many who believe it to be completely illegitimate, grab for power at an alarming rate. The result has been the great loss of American freedom. The result has been the loss of individual liberty. The result has been the loss of human life. The price that we have paid, literally, quite simply, the absolute cost, the brass tax and result is spilled blood and good people dead. Now, you have rightfully come to expect honesty from this program, from this show. And the absolute honest truth from me, Stu, is that your family, your friends, your neighbors, members of your church congregation, your colleagues at work, all of them are in grave danger. I don't say that lightly, and that is not for hyperbole. Now, it's my promise to bring you the most qualified persons that I'm able to contact. Cut through the propagandist narrative, which is difficult because it's laid on extremely thick. It's my job to allow experts to deliver their insight. Dr. Paul E. Alexander completed his graduate studies at the University of Oxford in England, University of Toronto, Canada. He completed a certificate program at Johns Hopkins in bioterrorism, specifically medical and public health aspects following the deployment of a biological weapon. He's an expert in clinical epidemiology. He was an assistant professor at McMaster University in evidence-based medicine, former COVID pandemic evidence synthesis advisor to the World Health Organization and the Pan American Health Organization. He is a former senior advisor to COVID pandemic policy in health and human services under President Donald J. Trump. And he joins us now. Dr. Alexander, thank you for being here. There are, so, of course, there are so many questions. There are so many guesses. There's so much rhetoric. 
so much speculation that we could take part in. So plain and simple, as the base looks at everything happening here, as Americans are wondering what is going on, I think it's very important to ask you, did the White House COVID task force in any way deceive President Donald Trump? Uh, Thank you, Stu, for having me. That's a very uh, important question, and I think many people have been trying to understand that over time. I was started by saying this. I'm limited in terms of things I can discuss, but I'm speaking as a layperson here. I'm not in government anymore, and um, as a scientist principally. Principally because you use the term that lives have been lost, and I want to put it out front at the top of the show. Of the 650-odd thousand Americans who died, we could have saved hundreds of thousands had we not defrayed and denied the utility and the applicability of early outpatient treatment. We had medications that we could have given a lot of our elderly high-risk people and saved their lives. Now, let me answer your question specifically. What I found was this. I found that in the first couple of weeks, the United States, like other places, had to put a pause. And remember, the United States leads the world. So what America did, the rest of the world followed. The United States had to put a pause for a couple of weeks. I myself was concerned to put my arms around what was going on with this pandemic. At that time, when I joined the Trump uh, administration, I was providing consultancy to the World Health Organization. And um, they were asking me to collaborate with the Trump administration. And the Trump administration had said at a lower level that if I could maintain my contacts within the WHO, I could uh, we could collaborate once there's no sensitive information exchange. Eventually, I had to resign who the ethics commissioner informed. That could not happen, so I resigned. But when I look back now at a 30,000-foot level, I can see that on a daily basis, President Trump was fighting the task force. And from my point of view, you know, in, in the conversations that took place at HHS and into HHS, you can see that there was a fight between what the task force was doing in terms of keeping the society locked down keeping the schools closed, the mass mandates, et cetera, while President Trump was pushing to open the society and open the schools. And we were getting data coming up from the states that was showing us that the lockdowns were having a catastrophic effect on the society where business owners, where employees were laid off, and principally children were self-harming themselves and killing themselves. We had mothers and fathers taking their children we, have, we had reports to the emergency room and telling the doctor on attendance with their child in their arms, uh, we think we may have killed the child because they just beat the child. They were so angry because they were laid off, husband and wife. They were in the home. They were fighting. It was abuse. So we were seeing, we were getting these reports, and Trump was pushing and pushing the states to open and to open the schools. It was the most catastrophic mistake to close schools. Children and teachers were in the most safe positions they could ever be within a school setting. The, the school setting remains the safest place for a child. And I believe today, if you ask me, we're on a bus, you're saying, Paul, your stop is in one minute. Tell me, did these people work with President Trump to fix this COVID pandemic? I will have to tell you today, no. They fought him. It was like a clown car on that podium every day while he fought with them. They fought him to implement the policies that we needed to tamp this thing down. And had everyone worked with President Trump, 
I believe today we'd have been a much better position, particularly with the use of early treatment. I mean, I don't want to go into each one of the task force members because I had a working relationship with some of them, very good working relationship, you know, but, but, but I have to be honest here. It, this was not a functional situation. And, and I do support President Trump still. I do understand what he was trying to do. And I do believe he was greatly misled. I mean, you had Fauci. Fauci, WHO, and China, a trifecta fighting against President Trump early on. You had WHO lying about human-to-human transmission. At the same time, China is lying about human-to-human transmission. And at the same time, Fauci went on two to three different talk shows telling America, not nothing to worry here, no problem with this. President Trump has to be applauded in the beginning because he cut against the grain. He fought against Fauci, China, and WHO, and he made decisions against them. That was a very difficult thing to do. It's a really sad picture that you paint, and thank you for being honest. Was there ever really a pandemic? In my view, I would have to be blunt again with that question. That's a very, wow, difficult question, but let me be straight with you. I believe no. I believe this was not a pandemic. This This was a difficult situation because we were a virginal population in the United States and in most countries in the world. Virginal in the sense that this was the first time we were bumping up against this particular virus. And if a virus is new to a virgin population that has many susceptible people, of course, the virus will run wild. But after about two to three weeks, we quickly grew to understand the parameters of this pathogen. We knew COVID very early on was amenable to risk stratification. We knew that we could have taken a very focused risk age stratified approach as per the, the great Barrington Declaration by Bhattacharya and these guys. This was a fact. This was actual. We had the evidence. We, at your, we saw that your baseline risk was prognostic on your mortality. That meant that, really, if you were the young, the healthy, the well, uh, the middle-aged, but healthy, and you had no underlying major medical conditions, you would have bumped up against COVID and laughed at it. You would have been have no symptoms, mild. Remember, by the CDC's own data, if you were 0 to 19 years old, and this was very early on we had this data, your risk of survival was 99.98%. If you were 20 to 49, the data showed us your risk of survival, had you been infected, was 99.97%. If you were from 50 to 70, your risk of survival was 99.5%. You were almost at 100% guaranteed risk of survival if you were infected. We were always dealing with a very small, specialized sliver of the population that we knew how to target them. We even knew early treatment work, early treatment with the antivirals. And that is where we fail the population because many people died unnecessarily. And I do not believe this was a pandemic. This was a a difficult flu season. I would say a bad cold season. And we would have looked back at this and realized we got through it and the society survived. Remember, Stu, that 700,000 children, let's focus on kids, die every year in America just from drowning, accidental drowning. 600 die in their backyard pools. That is the cost of living in a free society. You are free. COVID killed 
damaged far less children. Seasonal influenza is far more deadly to our children than this virus ever was. And the media has lied and been complicit with the medical experts, the television medical experts who continue this misinformation and lie to the public. We know how to manage this pathogen. And now the Delta variant, the, the pandemic is over. This is done. The virus has mutated down to almost the mildest form. The Delta presents no problem. The Delta is highly infectious, but non-lethal. And the data from Israel and UK tells us this clearly. We're talking to Dr. Paul Alexander, former senior advisor to COVID pandemic policy and health and human services under President Donald Trump. You mentioned the CDC's own data. It seems to be a very unpopular thing to look at. The media will not address the CDC's own data, which is the vaccine adverse events reporting system that acknowledges over 13,000 people have died since the rollout of these so-called recently FDA approved vaccines. Talk about the vaccine. Well, first of all, you brought up a very important point that's critical to the American people now, especially to parents as they push to vaccinate their children. Look, the CDC's own VAERS data, which we know from actual research that was done, captures only about 1% of the reporting. So the vast majority is not in that database. It's a voluntary passive system. However, we have over 13,000 deaths linked to the vaccine one to two to three days post-vaccine. We have over 600,000 adverse events where half of them are very serious. The, United, the European community has a similar uh, vaccine adverse reporting database. They're reporting about 20,000 deaths for vaccine and about 2 million, 2 million adverse events. Look, the reality about it is very simple. And when I talk about adults, we talk about children. When you develop a vaccine properly, properly, like the vaccines we've developed in the past for like measles, mumps, etc., those were developed under the routine, the routine manner of vaccine development. So when we are told that these vaccines were developed like the other vaccines and they're safe and they'll behave, that is a complete lie. That is a falsehood to the public. This is an mRNA delivery platform. This is not even a vaccine. This is a genetic set of material that's being introduced to you. And here's the key issue. The key issue is this. A vaccine from conception to arm normally takes 8 to 10, as much as 15 years. And there's a reason for that. The reason for that is we need not just to examine the efficacy of it, so does it work, but we need to examine the safety aspect of it. And the safety aspect needs extensive time to follow. And if you do not follow it long term, within the trial setting. You cannot exclude harms. That is the key term. I need to be able to tell you this vaccine is effective and it is safe. Safe because I have followed it long enough that I have looked at it and I have excluded the possibility of harms that could be a problem for you. In this case, these vaccine developers took a 15-year process and boiled it down to three to four months and brought it to market. I believe... I believe if you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. 
And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. President Trump loved his nation, loved the people, loved his flag, defended the borders. I believe everything. He helped the minorities, etc. But I believe in terms of this vaccine, President Trump was duped. President Trump is not a scientist, and he depended on the vaccine developers. He depended on the task force. He depended on these people to inform him. He made, to me, today, when I look back at it, I think this is the one error that he made that he has to fix. He has to come to the public and explain that these vaccines are contraindicated to children. Children bring no risk to the table, statistical zero risk, almost none. And the vaccine offers no opportunity for benefit, only opportunities for harm, potential harm. And we see it in myocarditis and pericarditis. This is real. Myocarditis is not a rare, benign condition. You lose cardiac reserve when you are 20, 25 years into the future. That teenager today who you got through, that heart inflammation, their heart can suddenly stop and they can die. It's a very, very serious issue. So the vaccines are a problem. They are a big, big problem, and we are seeing it with the adverse events and the deaths, despite on the vaccine. This is what the public is not understanding. Despite it sits on the viral ball, despite protein that actually is the business end of the virus that causes the damage in you, and it's really a vascular illness. It, it damages the vasculature, the endothelial layer of the vasculature. That spike is what we're injecting into you. We are injecting genetic material in this lipid nanoparticle, asking yourselves to build this spike protein that your immune system will now respond to and develop an immune response. We are vaccinating you with the actual business end of the virus that causes the pathology. And now we are seeing that the vaccines have failed. You are seeing that in the Delta variant. You are seeing it in Israel, where almost all double vaccinated people are now reinfected. You are seeing it in Britain. You are seeing it now in the United States. So the vaccines are not working. And to even propose a booster shot, when you can't even get the second shot sorted out, and we have all of these breakthrough infections, it's a catastrophic failure. And, and the FDA did a disservice to the public because they have just issued an approval for a vaccine that is unavailable but extended emergency use for an available, unapproved vaccine. This is the most wrong-sided, upside-down thing. I think the FDA tried a trick on the American public here. The vaccine that's available, the emergency authorization or use authorization was extended. That vaccine is not FDA approved. It remains not FDA approved. The FDA approval is for a vaccine that is not yet available. Correct. So it's a trick. It's, it was so that CNN and the media could 24-7 broadcast, the vaccine is now approved by FDA. That was a lie. The EAU vaccine remains the EAU vaccine that you will continue to get. The vaccine that they have approved does not exist. It is not available. It's the most bizarre situation here. I I don't understand why FDA did Well, I know why FDA did it. Why? Well, I mean, think about it. 
in reality right now is if you ask for this new approved vaccine, you can't get it. They will tell you where you have to take the one that's available, which is the unapproved one. So it's almost like the public, they have used a scheme to continue to coerce the public so that the parents out there who are who are hesitant to allow their children to be vaccinated in their minds subconsciously could say, oh, well, it's now approved. So maybe it's, you know what, it's actually good. The FDA did their full, their full analysis. FDA has not done a full analysis. You need many years of follow-up. FDA has not. FDA has had months of follow-up. Months. So they have not been able to properly assess the safety and the efficacy of these existing vaccines. Dr. Paul E. Alexander, uh, I'm up against a break here. Is there anything that you missed? Do you have any final words? What needs to be done in a minute or less? Well... (laughs) You know, from the very beginning, when Dr. Scott Atlas joined the administration, I thought it was such a breath of fresh air because he brought the balance and the policy to that task force. And he was fought against. He was pressured. He was slandered. He was smeared. That's a, that's a good man. I, I knew him. I did some work with him. And I can tell you the approach that he adopted was also my approach. We needed a balanced approach. You do not implement policies in a society like they are talking now about remasking and masking children. When even the WHO says that you do not mask little children, Ireland says you do not mask the children. There's absolutely no evidence, nowhere in the world, that these blue and white surgical masks are effective. You do not put these masks on the children. They are dangerous. These masks cause harms. I am asking the society to look at it from this point of view. Right now, If I had my way and I was the decision maker, I would put a pause. I would put a stop on the vaccine rollout immediately and send the vaccine developers and the FDA back to the lab on the drawing board and say, get back to work and do the proper safety assessment first. Because in my view, these vaccines were never, ever needed. We could have dealt with this this emergency Without these vaccines, we had the drug treatment. We knew exactly what to do with public health, but we shelved all of the functional issues and we pivoted towards a vaccine that we did not need. But it's a vaccine now that is showing it's harmful. I would stop this vaccine program. And I'm calling on President Trump to at least step up to the podium and say that your children must not because there is no benefit. That's all he has to say. There is no benefit to these. You do not give someone something if they don't need it. Children do not need these vaccines, period. Dr. Paul E. Alexander, thank you. Thank you very much for your honesty and thank you for your time and bravery. Thank you for coming. Thank you, sir. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Mike is offering the sale of the year. You'll receive 50% off his Giza Dream Sheets. Just go to MyPillow.com and you'll receive a set for as low as $49.99 with promo code STEW. 
or call 800-262-2403 and be sure to use Stu at checkout. Well, the Biden administration, many of which believed to be completely illegitimate, was prepared on day one with an unprecedented amount of executive actions and orders ready to reverse the efforts and initiatives of President Donald Trump. And as a result, we are watching the most rapid totalitarian power grab the world has ever seen. The military is openly recruiting internment specialists. The CDC has published green zones. I would encourage you to go to that government agency's website and look for yourself. Please don't take my word for any of this. I can guide you, but you have to see it for yourself to really understand the magnitude of the threat that we face here in America. And to truly understand what we have going on, we have to look around the world at the prototypes, the testing grounds. We'll go live to Australia momentarily, but you don't have to go all the way down under to witness real tyranny. Just to our north, in Canada, the Gestapo has gone what appears to be full communism. And the most outspoken, true freedom-loving patriot, Chris Skye, author of the book Just Say No, is fresh out of jail, arrested twice in the last two days for, forget this, thought crimes. Chris, thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. Um, My pleasure, as always. I don't think, I, I guess what I'm most concerned about not not scared. I, I don't ever get scared, but I'm nervous. Nervousness gives you an edge. And what I'm most nervous about is I don't think people really understand what's truly going on here. Well, that's what people need to understand is that we're on a full-blown path to 100% tyranny. And there's no other way to describe it. And it started it started already with the whole COVID thing. And then everybody knows what happened to me in Manitoba in May when they preemptively gave me an arrest warrant saying that I was going to be speaking at an event. So they wanted to arrest me before I would have a chance. For the first time in the history of Canada, pre-crime, thought crime, all became reality. So I was on a final tour and I was coming back through Manitoba. And a lot of people wanted me to speak there, but I knew about the warrant from May. But I figured the warrant had to be rescinded because not only was it something I did it, they said I was going to do, they know I didn't do it. I never went in and spoke at the event. So I did something really intelligent. I had my lawyer call in advance on August 23rd to both Manitoba and Ontario police departments, speak with multiple officers, take notes, document everything, and, and prove that I had no warrants anywhere in Canada on August 23rd, including especially Manitoba. So that night, I went to Manitoba. I stayed in Manitoba. They organized a flash rally, literally overnight. They said, we just found out Chris Guy's in Manitoba. Let's do a rally tomorrow at 1. A whole bunch of people showed up. We did the rally. Police came and arrested me. They arrested me at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I asked what the charge was. They said it was a warrant. They wouldn't tell me what. They basically treated me like a political prisoner. They wouldn't tell me what I was in jail for. They stripped me down even of my socks. They tried to force me to wear a mask, even though I'm medically exempt. When I refused, they handcuffed me behind my back. And when they still couldn't get the mask on me, they put a spit hood on me. They tried to have me forcibly uh, allowed to take my blood from a paramedic, which I know they would have said tested positive for COVID so they could lock me up for a couple of weeks. And then I found out that the, the whole reason they arrested me was for a warrant that had magically appeared on the computer just as I was speaking. It wasn't on the CPEC system yesterday, verified by multiple officers, but it just showed up as I was speaking. So my lawyer called and told them exactly what happened. And then they realized that I had documented evidence that they literally just manufactured a fake warrant. 
their excuse was that they backdated it for another charge that they had already charged me with. So they got blatantly exposed for corruption. They had to let me out. And as soon as I got out, I made a video basically explaining that it went viral. I was on my way home from there. I had a 30-hour drive. We stopped around 10, 12 hours away from Toronto for my friend Z to pray at an SO gas station because he's a Muslim. So we had to stop for him to pray. We were there for a few minutes. All of a sudden, four cruisers pull in, eight cops, and they say that I pushed my wife and slammed a car door on her, according to a witness. I was there. My wife was there. My buddy Z was there. All the cameras from the gas station were there. Everybody said I never pushed my wife. I never did anything to my wife. But because they had an independent witness and they said they had two witnesses that said so, they had no choice but to arrest me. When I got arrested, I found out it was one witness that was driving by on the highway and just happened to call 911 and say he saw me push my wife. And within three minutes, in the middle of nowhere, four officer independent vehicles showed up to arrest me for assault. And they tried to make me sign a a 10 uh, B release form that I could be released on my own recog, but I wouldn't be allowed to communicate or live with my wife. So why is this important? This is now I'm on six separate bails with all different bail conditions. And they took away virtually every one of my rights and freedoms. I can't drive. I can't fly. I have a bail surety I have to be with or have his permission to be elsewhere. When there's a stay-at-home order in my home province of Ontario, I'm not allowed to speak. So the only thing that was left for me basically was my wife. So they arrested me and tried to take my wife from me. And when I refused to sign the form, they kept me again overnight. And I had to wait for a bail hearing in the morning just to get out of jail and be able to communicate with my wife. So this is the kind of extent they will go to. And why are they doing this? Because my was very effective at warning people exactly what's going to happen from the get-go. Almost two years ago, I warned everybody this is all about the vaccine passport to take away our rights and freedoms. And the business closures are about taking control of us financially. And people said I was a conspiracy theorist. Now that the vaccine passports are becoming laws and mandates, all these same people are starting to get affected. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're all freaking out. And what is the government doing? Rather than backing down and the people see a genuine concern, the government is going full on fear mode. Okay, and so why, why, if the government is going full on fear mode, launching an attack on the people, why are the people still slow rolling and not going on full response mode? Well, you know what? They are. We started groups like crazy all over Canada to stop the vaccine passport. BC businesses 
has over 70,000 businesses in the group saying that they will not enforce vaccine passports. We had over 300,000 people on the streets of Montreal just August 14th saying that they will not accept the vaccine passport. So we are getting that message clear to these people. We even had the Toronto Police Union, which is the biggest police union in Canada, say that they will not stand for mandatory vaccines and vaccine passports. So this is where we have to push back. I told everybody that the vaccine passport would be the unifying factor because whether you're vaccinated or not, whether you believe in that or not, you have to still believe in freedom. Okay, so I'm not into fear. I, I agree with all that 100%. And I'm not into fear porn. I'm into truth. And the truth yes. can sometimes be unpopular and extremely uncomfortable. So let me just ask you for your assessment because you're an educated person and you know how the system works. You're out on bail, six different bails for two thought crimes. And a fake report where conveniently cops are placed in the middle of nowhere, ready to pounce on you. I mean, this is also obvious. Getting back to the question, you step up then as groups, then there's going to have to be even another response. Do you think, because I don't believe that these people who seek this control, this totalitarianism, these two classes, the ruling class and the subservient class, you and I, my friend, are destined for the latter. What will they do eventually how far will they go? What should people be prepared for, in your opinion? They'll go as far as we allow them. Look at Australia. Australia had over 2,000 homes a day raided for compliance. And now they're using contact tracing to basically take whoever they want. They'll choose a, if they want you gone, if they want you in jail or they want you gone to a camp, they'll know your schedule because you have to contact trace when you went to that restaurant. And when you go to that restaurant, they'll just say that somebody there had COVID. Then they show up at your house because in Australia, you can't go more than five kilometers from your house. They'll show up at your house because they know you're there and they bring you a little form that says you tested positive. You have to come to an isolation facility and they're taking you away and they're putting this on the news. So they want to normalize it. And that's what's destined for Canada. If we allow this, that's why they're going full fear mode because they know that the people have woken up. They know that they awoken a sleeping giant and they know that their time is running very short. And in Canada, we have an election coming up in September. So I already told, and they know, I gave everybody exactly what's going to happen, the prediction, and they're always true. And it's going to be Trudeau wins the election. Trudeau locks us down. Trudeau blames the vaccinated getting sick on a new variant. Trudeau blames the new variant on the unvaccinated. And they use that as a way to get the vaccine passport installed all over Canada for all non-essential service. That's their plan, as well as trying to get every industry to mandate the vaccine for all their employees, their students, their workers in general. They upped their thing in Ontario, Ontario Public Health, upped their vaccine target from 75% to 100% of the adult population and over 90% of the total population, meaning they now want to vaccinate children under 12, and they want to make sure that 100% of adults take the vaccine. At the the sake of time, because I'm up against a hard break because of our affiliates and our syndication, but I got to ask you, that is exactly the same path that we are on here in the United States. I really believe that. I believe that they will use the full force of the, 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 the weaponized police departments, the military, et cetera. So how do we confront it? How do we stop it? United noncompliance, what we've been doing. We make awareness. We get everybody on board, vaccinated, unvaccinated, whether you believe in COVID or not, whether you believe in the mass or not. Everyone needs to believe in freedom of choice. Everybody needs to understand that freedom is essential. That's not a tagline. That's paramount to a free, successful, content society, period. And no politician's going to give that to you. You've got to give it to yourself. I had all these people telling me they want me to run for prime minister. I made them a deal. I told them United Noncompliance comes in three phases. One, the awakening, which we did. Two, taking action, what we're doing now. And you have to take action to get your freedoms back. Once we take action and get our freedoms back, which in this case will be rejecting the vaccine passport on masks, 
then you can move on to phase three, which is holding those people accountable. And that will require a political solution. So for all those people that say they want me to run for PM, I'll say it again, what I said in Winnipeg. You guys want me to run? You guys work with me. You guys reject that vaccine passport. When the vaccine passport becomes a thing of the past and a bad nightmare, you'll see me run for PM. Because y'all know that the people are behind me. I'll know that we've achieved united noncompliance and I know that we're ready for real change. Then we can get rid of these tyrants and we can usher in what we're going to be known as a golden era for not only Canada, but the United States and the rest of the world. Like you said, they want to make us an example for the rest of the world. Blindly following you by electing you prime minister, blindly following you is synonymous with blindly following Trump. Trump is not a dictator and I don't believe that you would be either. These are people who want you to do it for yourself. That's right. We don't want to and use your own free will to make these decisions. I look forward to talking to you a little bit later on today. I'm up against a hard break. I got to go. Chris Sky, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Always a pleasure, man. If what Chris Sky is talking about, unified noncompliance, just say no. If a worldwide rising up occurs right now and you stand in the face of tyranny, if we come together as global citizens who enjoy our freedom, freedom is nonpartisan. Freedom doesn't see color or religion. Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, black, white, Asian, Muslim, Christian, none of it matters. Freedom is nonpartisan and you should stand for it now. And if we do, we will defeat tyranny. Global outlets from the news media, the honest news media, will then again be able to report how the patriots defeated the tyrants once again. And in the museum where those articles are displayed, you will also see some socks. From Step on Socks, as we were stepping on the snakes, some of the globalists that you would love to step on, Obama, Clinton, Fauci, Gates, Biden, Pelosi, their names written right on the bottom, all sorts of brand new socks being rolled out at the website as well. Some of them you really might love. Maybe they feature Pence's name, Cuomo. These people are tyrants. Step on them. It gives you a sense of satisfaction. It's a great conversation piece. You can red pill people with a pair of socks. My favorite is the trust in God sock. Go to steponsocks.com right now. Get yourself a three pack for just $17.76. They also have silver at steponsocks.com. Second Amendment flags at steponsocks.com. Huge discounts at steponsocks.com. If you mention Stu Peters when you go right now to steponsocks.com. Well, the Biden administration, which many believe to be completely illegitimate, was prepared on day one with an historically unprecedented amount of executive action and orders ready to reverse the efforts and initiatives of President Trump. And they've done that. As a result, we're watching the most rapid totalitarian power grab the world has ever seen. This has a trickle down effect. And when state governments try to resist that or give you the freedom that you are owed, local governments rise up in their tyranny. It's happening in Florida. Dr. Jane Ruby is here to talk to us more about this. This, in my opinion, should be a nonpartisan issue. Uh, The masking of our children, the pandemic, the vaccines, your medical freedom, the freedom to choose what's best for you and your family, in my opinion, should be a nonpartisan issue. But these tyrants are rising up in Florida. Absolutely. You know, Florida is not the land of milk and honey that people may think it is. The runaway drunk on power Democrats in Palm Beach County extended the state of emergency to maintain their police powers recently. And since then, school board meetings have gotten even more out of control. The school boards in Florida now, we just found out, are emboldened by Biden's federal subsidies to counties to get them to actively defy not Governor DeSantis's executive orders, but laws that are coming out of their own state legislature. For example, on July 1st, the Florida State Legislature passed the Parents' Bill of Rights uh, law into law, which was a major victory. This gives parents the right 
to make education choices and to make health choices Mm -hmm. here in this state. But Democrat run county boards are literally ignoring their own state laws. I mean, the lawlessness is rampant. And unfortunately, I'm reporting that police are complicit. Mm. Just yesterday, uh, a Palm Beach County uh, father was arrested by 10 Palm Beach County sheriffs. Even though he was not resisting, they felt the need to bring 10 of them in uh, at the school board meeting simply for standing up in the back of the room after school board chair uh, Frank Barbieri, self-appointed dictator there, decreed that no one was allowed to stand up in the back of the room. Let's see what happened. Uh, There is a a gentleman about to be arrested for standing up. So are many doctors, so many different people breaking their oath. This woman, whoever that is, is exactly right. And not to over politicize this, but that is very reminiscent of what happened on January 6th, where the police were the ones that were insightful. Uh, And this guy here for standing up. I mean, that literally not not for standing up against something, literally for rising to his feet, for standing, not sitting. Crazy. And, you know, that brave woman, that voice you heard is a, a Cuban immigrant, Angelina Contreras. She's a local advocate for freedom. Just, and she's she escaped absolutely- communism. She knows exactly what this looks like. Absolutely, Stu. Believe me, she knows the pain of it. And let me let me read uh, Oh, what I wanted to mention also was that, you know, first of all, this level of uh, where's the justification for this type of force and 10 police officers, and why is this guy being arrested? And recently, this this is another example of what this board, out-of-control board, has caused, pain and suffering. Recently, a child who was forced to wear masks repeatedly in school, uh, in spite of his parents' repeated protests, by the way, both parents are physicians and both are military vets, they brought him to the meeting with a pick line in his arm, which is a large intravenous line, because he developed sepsis, a bloodborne infection from repetitive mask mandates. I want to read the names of these lawless, communist-run school boards. Yeah, please do that. We need to do more of that. We need to shine the light on these communists. Barbara McQuinn, District 1, Alexandra Aiea, District 2, who... Uh, Angelina Contreras has told us is subsidized financially by George Soros's organization. Karen Brill, the board vice chair from District 3. Erica Whitfield, District 4. Uh, the, the invincible dictator Frank Barbieri, who should know better as the board chair. He's an attorney. Marsha Andrews from District 6. Deborah Robinson, District 7. And Mark, uh, Mike Burke, rather, who's the board superintendent. Stu, this is not about 
health. This is not about a public health crisis. There is no pandemic. And the, the reason everyone needs to care about this is because, as we've said so many times, as Florida goes, so goes the nation. Please, somebody get this information to Governor DeSantis. Yeah, absolutely. And while you're at, while you're at it, uh, in the national file today, speaking of exposure, school board member who voted to mask children here in Minnesota caught unmasked at concert with 10,000 people the next day. Uh, there's videos in this, <clears throat> excuse me, in this article. This woman was uh, really emotional during the school board meeting saying, we just have to give up our freedoms for the children. And then here's her pictures with her white privilege and her all white friends completely unmasked. Uh, by the way, she seems to be, according to her social media, all about LBGTQ and, you know, uh, white supremacy and all this. I don't see any um, minorities in these pictures with her, but that's irrelevant. But these people, uh, her name, what is it? Jennifer Kaiser Tift uh, in Red Wing, Minnesota. She voted to mask up the kids, put a put a, a senseless, ineffective, uh, damaging medical device, strap it onto the face of these children, taking away their freedom to breathe air to their face um, and the ability to see or recognize smiles on the faces of their peers for entire days long, for an entire school year. And the very next day, she's flying to what she would call a Trump super spreader event with 10,000 people completely unmasked this is insane and these people do need to be called out sue the police are arresting the wrong people amen amen to that dr jane ruby thank you so much for being here we really appreciate it my pleasure wow can i get a double amen i support the police seriously back to blue no doubt about it as a matter of fact most of my closest friends are cops but if you are one of these brown shirt gestapo enforcing these tyrannical overreaching unconstitutional mandates lockdowns masking requirements business closures you're a tyrant and a traitor and you should be prosecuted as well the police are arresting the wrong people he was standing up in the back of the classroom Stu peters here for americafirstoil.com this is the verve cbd that i use all right verve forever is a veteran-owned company now if you're doing your cbd business elsewhere knock it off don't be an idiot uh do business with a veteran-owned company that sources all of its cbd product right here in the united states cbd helps with as we know uh mental anguish stress anxiety also we've heard great testimonials from people with actual diagnosis of ptsd ADHD. ADHD, Parkinson's disease, allergies, migraine, headaches. It also helps me with my physical pain, joint pain, muscle pain, ligament pain. For me, it was arthritic pain. Couldn't even move my left arm without wincing in pain. Uh, couldn't drive my vehicle, put my, my, my left hand at the top of the steering wheel of my truck. Now, no surgery, no painkillers, no drugs, natural and holistic CBD sourced right here in the United States that I buy from a veteran-owned company at AmericaFirstOil.com. 50% off site-wide right now on all of the products, whether it's skin cream products, skincare products, bath salts, pain creams, pain patches, you name it, the oils, all 50% off. Use the promo code VET50 when you mention Stu Peters at AmericaFirstOil.com. Well, the Biden administration, which many to believe to be completely illegitimate, was prepared on day one with an historically unprecedented amount of executive action and orders ready to reverse the efforts and initiatives set forth by President Donald J. Trump. And as a result, we are watching the most rapid totalitarian communist power grab the world has ever seen. Breaking today at nationalfile.com, a Minnesota school board member called Jennifer Kaiser Tift voted to force children to wear masks. But the very next day, the next day was caught unmasked at a concert with nearly 10,000 people. 
Andrew White is a young patriot with the heart of a lion. He's been pummeling the false narratives and propaganda with his bombshell reports at National File. He's based right outside of D.C., exposing tyranny like this right from the belly of the beast. And he joins us now. Andrew, thank you so much for being here. What is this coming out of Minnesota? Yeah, so in the thanks for letting me on the show, by the way, Stu. It's great to have uh, great to be here. But so, yeah, in Red Wing, Minnesota, the school board, a ton of liberals, outright communists, completely crazy people. I sat there and listened to their entire special school board meeting meeting on August 23rd. But yeah, they implemented, they voted to implement a mask mandate on the children, forcing children to wear masks that don't stop the spread of COVID as revealed by studies and even Fauci's own words. And, you know, I had to listen to this woman, Tiff, Jen Tiff, talk about how she's so sad and how she's so angry that before this, the school didn't, um, you know, implement these strict COVID measures. And she said, and I quote, personal freedom was more important than our community responsibility and the need to take care of one another as she was advocating for this mask mandate, which she ultimately voted for. And then, and then one day later, she goes to Colorado to Red Rock to go to this concert with her friends, I guess. And her husband ended up posting pictures of her without a mask. What do you know? You know, for thee, but not for me. We look at, hypocrisy like this all day long i mean the the examples are just so plentiful it's nauseating nancy pelosi at her maskless elitist event with her brown-faced servants masked up serving her unmasked crowd barack obama's super spreader birthday event this lady jennifer kaiser tift in minnesota this is a lot bigger than just simple hypocrisy in your opinion what is it exactly that we're looking at Well, so the hypocrisy stemming from Pelosi and the elites in D.C., the political class in D.C., obviously they can get away with it. They know what they're doing. They know. I mean, they're sociopaths. Let's be honest here. The hypocrisy at the top level, you know, they're protected by their donors, by the media and people like that with the money, with the power, with the influence. But that kind of tendency is now emanating and now kind of uh, seeping down into the uh, ground level people. So now we have people like Miss Tiff who thinks she's an elitist, thinks she's Nancy Pelosi, thinks she can get away with being an outright tyrant, forcing children to wear their slave masks. But the reality is these are at the local level. We have a say in who these people are and what these people do with our children and stuff. So I would expect her to resign in disgrace over this hypocrisy. I would expect the entire liberal school board to resign because this is just an outrage. And uh, I just like to note that it's this hypocrisy. Yeah, like I said before, it's seeping down. And uh, so it's time for us to kind of fight back, take a stand and put these people in their place and remind them that they're not Nancy Pelosi and they can't get away with this. Andrew White, NationalFile.com. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate your reporting. Thanks, Stu. Well, as you know, I'm here. I'm in Minneapolis. I'm in Minnesota. When I saw that, it hit close to home. Had to go to Andrew White. Great reporting there by National File. This hypocrisy is just on full display by these so-called elitists that feel like they have this ruling power that really they don't, and they're going to find out when you confront them, but had to have Andrew White. The other thing that I have to have and that you have to have is the Z-Stack from Dr. Zev Selenko. I'm going to throw this QR 
code up on the screen. If you could put that up here right now, please. If you have a smartphone or, you know, you're sitting next to one or somebody else has one, you just turn on the camera function of your phone, hold it over this QR code that's on the screen right now, and it will take you to this protocol from the brilliant Dr. Vladimir Zebzelenko, who basically saved six or 7,000 lives, people who he treated early on for this coronavirus known as COVID-19. The branded product that has been pushed down your throat, shoved at you, was chimerically engineered and now they are releasing chimerically engineered variants of this so-called virus, which widely does not affect children, but does present a certain set of symptoms. And any of the symptoms that you're trying to avoid, you can avoid by taking this prophylactic protocol that includes the quercetin, which is the gun, and the zinc, which is the bullet that destroys COVID-19. Also, there is vitamin D, vitamin C, and it all comes in just one pill. So you don't have to have a variety in your medicine cabinet of all these different pills and then try to dose all of this stuff out. It's really easy really super. I was feeling under the weather last week. I got this protocol myself and bang, back to normal, 100% within just a matter of a couple of days. And this is the thing that's protecting me if I am around people and concerned about shedding. If you have been inoculated and now you're having remorse or you're just having symptoms of any kind, it is really great to be prophylactically taking some of these things. And this this is the protocol right here. From one of the most brilliant doctors who has a proven track record from upstate New York, saved thousands of lives and knows the truth about these vaccines and this virus. So scan that QR code. If you are following me in Telegram, I will post below this video in Telegram also a link to the uh, to the protocol. You take that link, you go there, and I'm telling you, you'll want to stay healthy. More of the Stu Peters Show comes up right now. Well, the Biden administration, which many believe to be completely illegitimate, was prepared on day one with an historically unprecedented amount of executive action and orders ready to reverse the efforts and initiatives of President Donald J. Trump. And as a result, what we are watching is the most rapid totalitarian power grab the world has ever seen. Hypocrisy, elitist ruling class, subservient class. It is detrimentally affecting your kids. Lifelong psychological impacts. Deanna Lorraine is here to talk with us more about that. By the way, get her book, Taking Back America. You can find it at DeannaLorraine.com. Thanks a lot for being here. Yes, do. So, uh, you know, if if there wasn't already so much bad news, the grim reapers of population control are coming at your kids again. They're always targeting the kids. And now there's articles everywhere talking about the fact that if you're born during the pandemic, pandemic babies have lower IQs, have lower cognitive ability. That's obviously supposed to scare many women and parents from even having children. Um, But this is pretty serious, actually. If this study is true, it's from Rhode Island Hospital and Brown University. It said that the IQ of children aged three to five, the average IQ has dropped 22 points from pre-pandemic years. That's that's quite a lot here. Yeah, that's high popping. Yeah, it's eye popping. It's scary. And number one, you know, do I fully believe this study or is it more fear mongering? Because we know their agenda is to depopulate the planet. We know that they want to dissuade parents from having kids. And right now they're scaring the hell out of parents from having kids or from wanting to take care of the kids. Number two, if this study is real, then it's not too it's not it's not too surprising to understand why, Stu. Number one, again, they're frightening the hell out of mothers. They're terrifying them. That level of stress on a pregnant mother is clearly going to um, going to affect the children, the growing baby, the growing fetus. Number two, you are wearing a mask all day long. You're forcing these mothers to wear masks. Yeah, that's going to cut the oxygen supply off of the growing baby. They're even in some places forcing uh, the mother to 
wear a mask while giving birth, if you can believe it. I would definitely be punching that doctor if they forced me to wear a mask. Uh, and number three, they're doing crazy things like preventing them from seeing family and friends and cutting them off from social relationships. So they're living scared in their home, not able to see family and friends, not able to get any joy. Is it any wonder why their kids grow up uh, having lower IQ scores? This is a really big deal. And then on top of that, if they do somehow make it um, scarred free, then they're going to grow up like these children that are in the school in Washington, sorry, in Minnesota, that are forced to do what's called the zombie walk, where they're forced to look like a zombie, wear their masks and not touch each other because of social distancing. This is so absolutely disgusting. The- I mean, this is so draconian yeah. what we're looking at here. This is look at this. Scary. I mean, this this thing has gone viral. I've seen this before, but I'm looking at it again here. I mean, this is really alarming scary who in their right mind would want their children to be subjected to this kind of abusive torture yeah and you know when you look at the comment section of this when you see the the, them posted in twitter half of them are are people just cheering it on saying yes these are great little obedient kids yes they're going to grow up so obedient why do you want your child to grow up a slave to the system like this with this torture device around their face My advice, don't be scared off by these articles and studies. Live your life if you're pregnant. Have lots of babies because Lord knows we need lots of conservative, free-thinking babies. And please, for God's sakes, do not wear a mask and do not put that thing over your child. Wow. Amen. Shots fired. She's here Monday through Friday for that segment on the Stu Peter show, which makes her a contributor here. But she's also don't forget the best selling author of the book, Taking Back America, which I believe that you should get. Go to DeannaLorraine.com for that. Deanna, have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. You too. Sounds good. Disgusting. Did you see that picture of those kids? Zombies in the hallway? This is not normal. Don't look at yourself in the mirror and convince yourself that this is okay. Sick. Anybody that's okay with this ought to have their kids removed from their custody. Those teachers that forced those kids to put those masks on and behave in that manner ought to be arrested for child abuse and torture. I want to remind you about our good friends over at Step on Socks. These people are patriots. I have come to know personally the owners at Step on Socks. They don't put up with this kind of crap, and that's why they are encouraging you to join them in stepping on these snakes. Obama, Clinton, Fauci, Gates, Pelosi, Biden, all of the names written on the bottom of the classic version, plus the Trader Joe version is available. My favorite, the Trust in God sock, now a new sock featuring Pence, Cuomo, all kinds of great socks over there at Step on Socks. It's a lot of socks there, socks, 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 socks. See, on Friday, we get a little bit loose-lipped, but we do know that we're witnessing an unbelievable takeover here and that you can step on these snakes by going to steponsocks.com, who has also diversified. They have silver available there and Second Amendment flags as well. Big discounts when you mention Stu Peters at steponsocks.com. For those of you that might not be aware, I spend every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern over on InfoWars hosting the final hour of the Alex Jones Show. Make sure that you get over there for more interesting guests and conversation. Also, I would remind you, please, to go to stupeters.shop. That is the way that you can directly support this program. We're not accepting donations. We want to give you something great in return. There are shirts over there. There are hats. The new trucker hat is available, the take-it-off shirt. We want our medical freedom. We want the masks off of our kids. All of these things, you agree with me, I agree with you. We are patriots. We support each other. And the best way to support this platform is by going to stewpeters.shop. Until Monday at this time, here's what's up to it. Here's what's down to it. Here's to any way that you can get to it. Here's to those that don't do it. May they be dragged to it. May they be tied to it. May they be forced to it. But here's to us who do do it because we're the ones that's used to it. Folks, remember to fly low and avoid that radar. Listen, one day they're going to come for the car. And when they do, save the radio.
This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.